Hey, when does the show start? Hey, wait a minute. <gasps> First, let's hear from our sponsors. Oh, okay. In just a minute. New year, new problems, possibly, unless you got Mad Dog Manny Aurora, the man, the myth, the legend. Aurora Law Firm, specializing in criminal law, pops by the BS twice a month if you have any questions for him. You can always leave it either on our social media. You can shoot us an email by going to our website, podcastthebs.com, or you can call our hotline and leave it there, 404-369-3825. Even possibly set up a one-on-one with you and Mad Dog Manny on the show. He's handled litigation in 19 states, represented many clients, including professional athletes, law enforcement agents, lawyers, and politicians, top 100 national trial lawyers he is the man mad dog manny aurora the aurora law firm.com the aurora law firm.com the a-r-o-r-a law firm.com did you know in 2022 19.86 percent of adults experienced a mental illness issue it's equivalent to nearly 50 million americans just under five percent are experiencing a severe mental illness So what does that tell you? That means maybe you, possibly your friends, maybe your family need some help. Sometimes it's hard to turn to the person right next to you and you need to find that neutral third party. Ridgeline Counseling, Dr. David Markwell and his therapist, they've been uh, with the BS for quite some time, a personal friend and the best at what he does. Markwell Therapy com works with children, adolescents, adults. They offer Spanish-speaking counseling services. They accept insurance, offer self-pay options. Three Georgia locations, East Cobb, Marietta, right near the square, and McKaysville, outside of Blue Ridge. But you can always get to them virtually. MarkwellTherapy.com. If you or someone you know needs help, just reach out. MarkwellTherapy.com. We all got to have insurance, right? Or even possibly change insurance, which a lot of people don't know it's a thing and usually saves you a lot of cash. Sean Camp at Country Financial, he's the man. Looking for a new car, you're going to need insurance. You want to get a hold of Sean Camp. A new boat, a new motorcycle, buying a house, all these different things. Sean Camp at Country Financial is going to help you uh, with and walk you through. I wish that my mother would have talked to Sean Camp at Country Financial. She would have had comprehensive, and I wouldn't have had to bought her new windshield. All right, how do you get a hold of Sean? 678-519-9028. 678-519-9028. Make sure you say the BS sent you, right? Get a little extra special rubdown. Sean.camp at countryfinancial.com. You can shoot him an email. S-H-A-U-N dot C-A-M-P at countryfinancial.com. The camp agency at Country Financial. It's your one-stop shop for all your insurable needs. And now a Mexico moment with Nate. Happy Friday, fuckers. It's another uh, Mexico moment with Nate and Alexis. I am Nate, and this is my wife, Alexis. Hey, guys. How's it going? This is our episode number three Ooh. of the, the Mexico Moment podcast. Usually what we do here, if, you, if you're new, we, uh, we recap our weekend, we answer some listener questions, and then uh, we do Mexican slang of the day. Uh, okay. So we'll, first, <laughs> we'll, we'll kick it off with the weekend. We had a pretty uneventful weekend, I guess, in... Um, in comparison to some of the other weekends yeah, that we've it had. Is, it was a little more relaxing compared to Tulum. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we just went to the beach. Um, saw some friends. Yeah, saw some friends. Yeah, we, we did a little... Sometimes we'll meet up with our neighbors and do um, like a dog day at the beach. Yeah. Um, and we actually saw this guy coming down. Oh, no. Somebody was telling a story 
and they were not facing the direction I was facing or the group wasn't. Yeah. And I'm just watching this dude stumble down the beach wearing um, full like pants and a long sleeve jacket and everything and a hat. And he starts getting a little bit closer. And this guy's like stumbling I'm like this motherfucker's drunk. <laughs> and then uh, he gets close enough and I realize fucking jack sparrow oh my god yeah you saw him though <laughs> i did we we were not paying attention we were listening to the story that was being told and you know we've had some drinks at the beach and none of us were paying attention you're like guys <laughs> look behind you and we're all just in awe jack sparrows walking down the beach yeah super weird and it was random i saw somebody on facebook actually say the same thing they were like, hey, does anybody know where Jack Sparrow is? I haven't seen him for a couple of years. And I was like, dude, just saw him on Saturday, just walking down the beach. He just, was good. Yeah, he was. He looked just like, and I don't, he wasn't really begging for money. I mean, like asking people to take pictures with him or no, anything. No, I assume. That's yeah, what I mean, he was I assume doing. he's doing something like that, but I, I don't know what he was doing, actually. He had like the little walk stumble down. He had eyeliner all over the whole outfit. It looked like he came from Disney. He may have come, come from Orlando and he's just here on vacation. Yeah, yeah. He, um, and if you, if you heard Tiger coughing in the background, oh, Tiger's our little pug. He is almost 14 years old. June. And, yeah, in June. And he has been diagnosed with, um, collapsing trachea. CT. Correct? Yeah. So it's just something where in, these types of breeds where their their trachea starts to narrow and eventually it's you know what takes him out i guess but he just he's been having a hard time breathing for the last you know few months and we finally we've tried a bunch of different vets and medicines and stuff and finally got him on some uh something that's helping him but every now and then um he'll he'll start a little coffin fit and you have to pick him up and hold him upright um, to get it to stop. So, Man, um, so if you hear him coughing in the background, that's just Tiger. Uh, and I usually pick him up and he stops pretty quickly. Yeah, so. that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, so, sorry, buddy. Um, yeah, and actually Tiger had like kind of a little playmate this weekend. Oh, yeah. Um, there's this girl in our building. She's super new. nice. Brand yeah, new. she's new. I think she's from Peru. Yeah, correct? Peru we found out. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's Peruvian from Lima. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and. People have been kind of complaining, not complaining, but yeah, yeah, I guess complaining. Yeah. They were saying in, in our group chat that we have for our whole building, like, hey, somebody's dog's crying. And it was crying. Like, yeah. It's on the first floor. We're on like the third floor. And you can tell it's like little dog or puppy yelps, like howls. You know, it's sad. It's like lonely and it's a puppy. So, yeah, some people are complaining because they're all trying to work. A lot of people work remotely and work from home from their their apartments. Yep. We uh, so we volunteered to to watch. Watch her dog. Yeah. That, a lot of people do that in our building, at, at least for as long as we've lived here. You know, if they've heard somebody, uh, somebody's dog crying, they'll say, hey, you know, I'm I'm at home all day, you know, just on my computer. If you need somebody to watch them while you're working or you're out or whatever, they'll offer. So yeah. we thought we'd pay it forward. And, and that's and how offer. we've met a lot of good friends, too, yeah. watching their dogs. They've watched Tiger before, you know, so new person in the building. Let's help them out. Yeah. Cute puppy. So, so we, we offer to watch him. And, or her, correct? Her, yes. And we, we get the dog, the cutest little chihuahua. Cutest. Little, little tiny pupper. Little brown and white spot, little little tiny puppers. Yeah. And she tells us, his, and she doesn't speak a lot of English, and, you know, we probably speak the same amount of Spanish. Yeah. And uh, so she tells us the name, and we do not know how to say it. No. It's, well, how was it spelled? A-J-M, is there an R in there? Yeah, A-J-M-A-G? M-A-G, I think. Yeah. It's like. Ajmag, yeah, Ajmag, <laughs> yeah, Ajmag. So we've like just that. been calling her Amiga, Amiga, or like any other A name on that we can think of. But she also <laughs> spells Chihuahua with 
two G's yeah. instead of H's. So, so maybe that's a, a little different. Yeah, maybe that's like a dialect in um, in Peru. Or yeah. maybe it's just something that we're not aware of yet. But uh, yeah, so we don't know how to say this puppy's name. <laughs> we've, we've just been calling her Amiga. Yeah, that's another thing we're finding out. Like, you know, just like in the United States, every different state has a different, you know, slang or uh, accent, you know, something like that. And same thing in Mexico. Every kind of city or town or state has their own kind of slang. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then so we were sitting out this is this weekend. We were sitting out on the, the patio with Tiger and, and Amiga. Amiga. And <laughs> we have like the best patio because we're only two, three stories up. So we're, we're high enough where people can't see us, yeah. but we're like low enough where it's not <laughs> freaky to be like out on our patio. So we just like people watch on the weekends. A lot of times we're just out there smoking and drinking. And, it's the best. Yeah. It's it was the great. best people and watching. We see these, um, these drunk girls coming down. We hear them oh, yeah, first. Sorry. We heard these drunk girls coming down the street. Coming down the block. And they're these four or five beefy ladies and they're just singing like something, some uh, song in Spanish. I don't know what it was. Yeah, there was like seven of them, and not all of them were beefy. Yeah, true, <laughs> but majority. It was a mixed variety. Yeah, and so just so happens after they're coming down the street, they park right beneath our our patio, yep. our, our balcony, <laughs> and they're singing as they're getting in the car. They're trying to like. They're, you could tell they were kind of arguing who's going to sit where, who's going to get shotgun, yeah. who had to sit bitch in the back, and they're just like. Ah, they're just hammered. Oh, they're doing like that, like the Mexican, like Greedo. They're kind of like, ay, 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 like yeah. yelling and singing. They, I don't think they stopped singing. They're trying to organize everyone in the car, load everyone. And it was a small car. It was like a clown car fitting, you know, 20 people in there. That's what it looked like. They just kept loading ladies in and we were like, they're not all going to fit in there. Yeah. <laughs> they did. They, they did. And where they were parked, they were like basically parallel parked. And there's a car in front of them, our trash can that sits in the street so that the trash guy can like grab it easily behind them. And they had enough room. And you say, you're like, they're going to hit that car. They're going to hit the the trash can. Yeah. They back up as they're pulling out. They're fucking singing at the top of their lungs. They back up and they drag our trash can like (laughs) 10 feet back. And then just gun it and fly away and they have the windows down and still singing. It was so funny. She backed up. It was very gentle, though. She gave it like a tap and then just started pushing it and then took off. (laughs) We were like, oh, my God. It was hilarious. Oh, my God. You could still hear him singing down the the other way, too. (laughs) I kind of miss those. I mean, I don't miss like the hangovers and stuff, but I kind of miss those days of just like rolling around with like 10 of your friends. Just getting shit. I mean, not not driving home drunk, but. Just like getting shit faced with your Never friends, walking that. down the street, singing, grabbing like some random hot dog on the corner oh, here. Yeah. I guess it would be a taco. Once in a blue moon, it yeah. happens. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's not good. Not good. <laughs> so that's basically what we did this weekend. Uh, you remember anything else? It's a pretty easy weekend. It was really nice to not have a schedule, not have something to do or somewhere to be or, you know. Yeah. But so that was this weekend. I, I think we should probably cover... Now that it's the third episode, people have been asking um, that that didn't listen to the radio show or the podcast. Maybe what uh, how we how we moved to Mexico, why we moved to Mexico, you know, the history of, you know, the, this whole thing yeah. that we did. Oh, yeah. That's a and, big question. Yeah. And so <laughs> it, and some of you may have heard, but I've been vacationing here with my parents since I was in high school, so like 1998 is when I first came, and we came for like spring break every year, like seven years in a row, we'd stay at the same hotel. It's still there, um, and 
Then uh, when Alexis and I got married, uh, we were pl- trying to plan our honeymoon. And initially we thought, well, Greece, because you're Greek. Really wanted to go to Greece. And I like Greek food, so it worked out. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so we're like trying to find a place to, to go. And at first Greece sounded great, but then we, I, I like to plan trips and we love to travel. And you're I my said, travel agent. <laughs> yes. And, and I said, this is, this is going to be a lot. This isn't going to be a, a lay around on the beach trip. Yeah. I mean, if I'm going all the way over to Greece, I want to go and see the different sites and ruins and everything know, historical things. So it, it's going to be a, a lot of moving parts. So do we really want to go from planning a wedding to to that? Yeah. And all the chat, like the travel, the, the flight, it's a long flight. We wanted to relax. Yeah. So. so I said, well, hey, I know this place. I went there a ton of times when I was younger with my parents. It's a two hour fr- uh, flight from Atlanta, <laughs> maybe like 215. Yeah, uh, it's, it's cheap. Uh, the, there's like all inclusive resorts. We always stayed in all inclusive when I was younger. Um, and I know my way around because, you know, I'd been there so often. And so I was like, let's just go. And you, you agreed. Yeah. You've been to Mexico before or no? No, I'd never been. We would always go to Florida for spring break. Right. Go to Clearwater and Orlando. Yep. (laughs) Disney. (laughs) So we decided to go for our honeymoon and then year one or anniversary one came around and we said, do it again let's do it again we loved it it was, it was cheap easy you know in and out um so and, much fun and the food is was you know is delicious the, the weather. weather just the people the yeah. the culture everything we just love the variety of things to do yeah. so we said all right let's go back for one then two comes around we say the same thing yep. we'll do it again <laughs> do it again and then three same deal. <laughs> Again, people <laughs> probably four. thought we were crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, no, actually, it was three. And then for your birthday, you wanted to come. And we usually do a day trip to Coz- the island of Cozumel. Yeah. Um, and you wanted to come and do like our vacation, like a whole week there. Yeah, for like let's stay there. We never stayed there. So I think that's we came down for that. Correct. Correct. And this March. was so that uh, by this point we got married in 2017. So this was in the midst of 2020. Yeah. And uh, it, everything <laughs> was super fucking cheap because nobody was traveling at the time. Yeah. Um. So when we were down here and you were working from home and then uh, got let go during the pandemic, I was working from home for a, or broadcasting either from, you know, our host house, Jason, or at some points from our home for like a year and a half. And so when we were down here for your birthday, I was like, what the fuck are we doing here? And, you know, in, in Atlanta, which I love Atlanta. I, I love the memories we had there and the time. At, and I I want to keep coming back and, and seeing friends and doing things yeah. in, in Atlanta. We had good times there. A lot but of good times. During the winter, we were like, yeah. what are we doing here? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, we can we can live literally anywhere. Yeah. And I think maybe this was right before um your your job let you go because yeah i at first you weren't all in on it no. and then i thought you were crazy you're yeah. like we should move to mexico i'm like that's the dumbest thing you've ever said our moms are gonna like kill us yeah that's and, the first thing i thought of moms the, will not be happy right and so then you said let's do it <laughs> yeah after that then i was like, like let's go <laughs> i was mad mad at the yeah. mad at the man mad at everything let's so we, go. Ca- we came down for the week for your birthday and then we kind of told like a little fib um, on the last day, oh, yeah. we extended our trip for one day um, and said that our flights got delayed. Um, but that was really because we wanted to stay in this Airbnb that we were that we actually did end up spending the first month here in Playa del Carmen. Yeah, it's wonderful. We uh, we wanted to stay a night there to make sure that I could broadcast from there. 
and uh, and make sure the internet was strong enough and all that. So the, so when we approached my job that I could say, hey, I've already done it. It, it works. We yep. can do it. And it was great. Yeah. So we stayed a night there. I broadcasted the next day on the show with everybody else. I was just remote. Perfect. And uh, so we then we knew we knew we could do it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever tell Jason that, by the way? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Oops. I don't Oops. think he listens. Hope to he this. doesn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> he might. He does. <laughs> um, one of the funny things is, is we went to we went on a timeshare presentation when we were there. Yeah. In, in Cozumel to to get a free snorkeling tour. Yeah. So we was a good value. So yeah, it was. <laughs> so they they took us to this other resort and we had to do a t- the timeshare thing and we get paired up with this woman, really nice, really nice. Wanda, Canadian, and uh, she starts giving us our spiel and we say, well, hey, I'm just to let you know, we're we're probably not gonna. Buy <laughs> a, a timeshare or whatever. We're like, we're just kind of doing this for the the snorkeling thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, she's like, really? I was like, yeah. I was like, we're we're just kind of like, we're actually down here, kind of like scouting out places at the same time. And she's like, sure, you are. Heard that a million times. Yeah. We're like, no, we're yeah. really we're really trying to move here. We're setting up a plan to to yeah. move to Mexico. And, and she had been down here for like six. No, no, sorry, like nine years. I think. Yeah, yeah. And so we basically spent the rest of the time. She's like, okay, cool. I'll save my spiel. And um, we basically spent the rest of the time kind of picking her brain on what we need to do to move and, yeah. you know, places How to live. How do we start? Yeah, what to look for, things like that. Yeah. Um, and so when we moved back or when we went back um, to Atlanta, we were at the time we were renting a two-story house uh, with a backyard. And that was great during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, just have the back do- backyard wonderful. for the dogs and everything. Made a fire pit. Mm-hmm. Did all the things. <laughs> and then we made the plan to downsize. We weren't going to go from like a, a two-story house to a one-bedroom place here or a studio here in Mexico. So yeah. we said we got a we got a ton of shit. As, as anybody knows, you got a ton of shit. So much stuff. Especially with the house, we accumulated even more and more things you yeah, had to buy. You get a bigger oh. space, you buy more things. Buy more things. And then when you're moving from one place to the other, you usually at the end of packing and moving, you get kinda you run out of time. So you're yeah. like, Oh, just throw it all in a box and we'll go through it when we get to the next place. And that never happens. <laughs> that that box always just goes up in the attic yeah. and, and just sits there. <laughs> you're the king of that. Yeah. So we found actually this the apart one of the apartments we used to live in in Atlanta did like a six month uh lease right Is yeah did they did like six 12 18 three, no, they even did three I think. oh yeah but really we cool. said okay let's do a six month lease into a, a one bedroom place yeah. so we downsized from the three bedroom to the one bedroom and so we had how many garage sales oh my god so many it was your favorite thing to do right oh i will never for as long as i live i never want to have a garage sale ever ever again it was it we sold things. It got the job done. We made some money, but it was people, people are sticklers. Were, people were crazy trying to give me like a quarter for something. I'm like, what? What is this? You know, it it was it was a mess. But we sold so much stuff, made so much money before we moved. It was great. Yeah, just like shit that we didn't use anymore. Yeah, we made like ten grand. Yeah. just selling things that like you just you just really realize how much stuff you accumulate that you don't need really have you stuff. have it just in case and well, we were due for like new things too so we were like selling beds and couches and even though they were in nice condition but we're like you know we don't want to put this in storage right um so so we moved to the the apartment for six months yep. and and while we were there we did the same thing we downsized even more and we got rid of things we didn't need um, when that six months was up, we did get a little storage unit just for things, just in case. Cause our plan was kind of how I pitched it to you was like, 
just a year. Yeah. Let's just do it for a year. Yeah. What do we, we got to lose? Come back. We don't have any. We don't own a, a house. We don't have any businesses. We don't have children. Yeah. We can do it. If, if it doesn't work out, we can always come back. Yeah. So we save like our bed and some, you know, TVs, yeah, our TVs stuff. and then like a couple like boxes of just personal items yeah. that, you know, we didn't like want family wanna, stuff, yeah, wedding stuff like dress. <laughs> so when we moved, we just had two suitcases each. Yeah, that's all we had. I had one of clothes and I had one of uh, electronics, yep. just like camera, computer equipment and things like that. And you had the same. Yeah, I had clothes and tiger and house stuff. <laughs> yeah. And so then we moved down to Playa del Carmen and we had rented that Airbnb that we'd stayed at it for one month. Yeah, um, which was a great deal. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was, I think we got the month for like 500 bucks yeah. or something. It's the cutest little boutique hotel. It's not there anymore, but they're rebuilding it. So that makes me happy and hopeful. But it was wonderful. There were like birds and animals and monkeys and all sorts of stuff. Like every day there was something yeah. like awesome. <laughs> oh, real quick. Let me back up. Let's remember how we told people that we were moving. Oh, yeah. So my parents actually, <clears throat> I was kind of surprised. I thought that they would say, like, are you sure or whatever? I thought they'd be a little, like, Or even, like, hesitant. I thought my dad might be a little bit more because yeah. he's more of a planner. He he was like, yeah, do it. You're young. Yeah. Why not? He's like, I, I traveled when I was, you know, in college and in my 20s and stuff. I think it's great if you want to see the world. And Your you dad know. was really happy. He was like, I'm so happy for you guys. Like, we just told him we bought a house and had five kids or something. And he's gonna, yeah. he was like, if this is what you want, I'm so happy for you. And our moms were very surprising, too. Yeah. I thought they'd be sad or angry, but they were so supportive. It was wonderful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, so everybody. And then uh, for those of you that listen to the radio show or the podcast, um, so the way we told Jason and Rachel, <laughs> which I was very nervous to tell because I didn't want to, you know, say like I'm quitting the show or whatever because I wasn't. Yeah, I had told the radio station seven months, seven, eight months ahead of time when we first decided like we're moving. I told my boss um, and he said, yeah, that shouldn't be a problem. Let me talk to to management or upper management or legal or corporate or whatever. And you know, we'll let you know. And yeah. um, and I, I never really heard anything back. You had every intention of still working, doing your you know duties. You even thought you would take on more just because you were, you know, remote. And it, yeah. That's yeah, because we'd already been broadcasting remotely for a year and a half and I had done it before from Mexico. So it worked. Wait a minute. Let's hear from our sponsors. Winter is here, and we know what that means. Rodents are looking for a nice, comfy place to call their home. Nothing better than a nice, warm attic or crawl space, possibly yours. Do you know that rodents can cause thousands of dollars in repairs or even worse? Squirrels are the number one issue with house fires in the attic due to them constantly chewing on the wires, not to mention the diseases that they carry. Well, not on Inspect All Pest Services Watch. They do full or partial exclusions to help get rid and prevent rodents from invading your home. Whether it's squirrels, rats, opossums, or bats, they got you covered. Fully licensed and insured, Inspect All Pest Services is a company you can trust to take care of all your rodent needs inspectallservices.com make sure you mention the bs and receive 10 percent off your exclusion work year-round exclusions one year of rodent trapping included with annual renewal rodent letters trap set and attics and crawl spaces free inspections inspectallpestservices.com all right full disclosure yes rachel guy rachel the realtor guy is my wife on top of that she's one of the best realtors in atlanta 
Uh, she's, well, not just Atlanta and the whole state of Georgia. I see her all the time driving all over the place for a lot of you two percenters, which I'm totally cool with because she's finding you, some of you, your first house, some of you, your second house, whatever it may be. Everybody's happy when they use my wife to find a house. She's a realtor with Coldwell Banker. So if you're looking to buy or sell, just give her a buzz. Her name is Rachel Guy, and she's your guy. See what we did there? 404-797-4600. That's her private number. Don't get weird on her. Don't get weird on me. 404-797-4600. You want stress-free buying and selling in a really crazy market. So get a hold of her also by email. I am Rachel Guy at gmail.com. And back to you. So anyway, so when we... um where we decided to tell Jason and Rachel, we invited them over for a backyard um, kind of bonfire slash dinner. Yeah, we were thing. like, you and know, we'll do the bonfire, have some drinks, have some like dinner. We're going to cook you guys dinner. But we didn't tell them what it was. We didn't say. Yeah, like, we just. Yeah. And we're like, come on over. We want to, you know, just cook you guys dinner. Or, yeah. And we had some other friends yeah. there as well. Oh, that's it was, right. it was yeah, like yeah. a group of people. And so. We served, and nobody knowing this at the time, we served everyone, uh, or we made a taco bar. Taco bar. And we did a margarita. Margaritas. Not a margarita bar, but we, we had different types of margaritas. Yeah. Uh, and was that it? Oh, and we served them in these, mar- the margaritas in these glasses that pretty sure Jason and Rachel got us, even though we were told it was from Luke Bryan. Oh, yeah. We got this wedding gift, and <laughs> it was a random box delivered, and it said, from Luke Bryan. If it was from Luke Bryan, that's amazing, but... I know it's from Jason and Rachel, yeah. but that's great. They're I, great glasses. I was so nervous to tell him because I didn't, you know, I didn't know what he would say. Really and nervous. We were all watching a movie and eating tacos and drinking margs. Yeah. And I just go, so we, we gathered you all here tonight to <laughs> tell you that we are moving to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone just looked like, Every, Everyone died. Like, like what? No. Shocked. But the, everyone, Jason and Rachel were super cool with it. Super and close. You know, he was already getting on the horn to make sure that the, it would work out and, you know, we could we could make that work. About a month before, eh, maybe three weeks, three, a couple of weeks before we were leaving, uh, the radio station said, yeah, well, we don't know how to tax you. And they had like a couple other excuses. And I think they just wanted everyone back in the studio eventually. Yeah, total um, BS, whatever. But I was like, all right, that's fine. I'm still yeah, going. Still we're going. still going. Yeah, I'm sure I, they were um, shocked. My... my my degree is in web development, so at the time I was just like, oh, "I'll just you know do this on the side, and uh, and just do freelance web development." Yeah, they didn't deserve you. Yeah, <laughs> they lost the, their best worker. <laughs> yeah, well, they don't exist anymore. Yeah, well, see, <laughs> told you. you. <laughs> um, so that was the plan, and then maybe a month or Jason and I were doing the Black Cloud still, and then maybe a month after that. He had got let go, and then, then that's when we're all like, all right, let's fucking do this, and that's when we started the podcast. Yeah, um, good so times. That, Yeah, so that's basically how it all happened, and so we spent a, our first month in that Airbnb and just looked for another place and yeah. found a, a great location with an awesome rooftop pool, and all our neighbors are super cool, and everything's very walkable. Mm-hmm. And, the, oh, and the funny thing is, Lex, you'll probably remember, the first weekend we were down here, we were down by the pier, by yeah. the ferry that goes over to Cozumel. And we're walking around and we hear somebody not really in the distance, but like a couple <laughs> feet off from us go, happy Friday, fuckers. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. <laughs> and I look over and it's Wanda, oh my the gosh. lady that had given, given us the timeshare presentation. Yes. And we had exchanged information, became friends on Facebook, but didn't really talk, you know. Yeah. She 
recognized us and saw us down there in the pier. Like, and, what are the odds yeah. that at that time that we, and we were just like walking around, like figuring things out. And she just, happy Friday, fuckers. Yeah. And we're still like, there are like core group of friends. Really good friends. Uh, yeah. There are Sunday fun day crew. So she was meeting a couple of her other friends down and they were just going to go out for some beers. So we invited them over to our place Yeah, and we all just hung out and, mm-hmm. and had some drinks, drank and, 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 had, and, yeah, and, <laughs> and had a good time. And now there are like our, our core group of friends. And she always tells that story. She goes, I saw so many people that said, Oh, we're moving down. Yeah. You know, sorry. Moving to, we don't, you know, moving to Mexico. Yeah, right. And she's like, these are the only people that actually did it. were crazy <laughs> yeah. enough to do it, I guess. She's like, they actually did it. They yeah. did it. <laughs> oh, man. So that's that's basically how we moved down. We yeah. can, in another episode, we can go into more about, you know, th- how we kind of adapted since we got but here. long story long, yeah. your husband has a crazy idea, and then a year later, you're doing it. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it happens. Some things work out. <laughs> All right, let's get to some listener questions. Fun. Yeet. All right. Lex, you want to read the first one, actually? Sure. Uh, Let's see here. This is from Holly Rush. What is something new you learned about each other after making this international move? Or what has it taught you about each other? (laughs) That's a really good question, Holly. Yeah, that is. Why don't you go first, babe? Thank you. (laughs) I'll try to be gentle. um, I guess maybe not that I learned about, that we've learned about each other or you specifically, but we've, we live in a studio apartment. It's probably the smallest space we've ever lived in. Yeah. Um, but we wanted to live in a walkable area close to the beach, yeah. close to, you know, neither of us have lived like in a downtown yeah. like city where you can walk everywhere. So this is nice. Yeah. So we went from like a two story, three bedroom house in a year to about 40 square meters. Yeah. Um, Big <laughs> so, so I think I would say, Maybe not what I learned about you, but one of the the most adaptive things was learning to live with someone in a small space. Yeah, it's not like you can just go into the your office or the other room and work while this person's doing that. Yeah, slam the door. If you're if you're up, the other person has to be up or (laughs) or a really heavy sleeper. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I think just learning how to kind of coexist with somebody in such a confined space, I would say you have to have a really strong relationship to be able to do something like this. I'm not like trying to toot our own horn or anything, but if you had our ups and downs, yeah. (laughs) And and we definitely, you know, will have disagreements and bicker or whatever. And I think, well, maybe this is what we've learned about each other, how to de-stress and calm each other down. Yeah. Like if I start getting, you know, upset about whatever you're very good at calming me down or vice versa, and then just like, like I said, just coexisting in the same space, knowing yeah. doing our schedule like you'll go maybe when we were recording the podcast, you would go out on the, the patio and do your your workouts. Or, you know, if I'm working, you might go out and, you know, take Tiger to the beach or yeah. something, you know, just finding that kind of happy medium. Because we used to have it where I was up at 3 a.m. going to the station. I had this time in the morning by myself. Then when I got back home uh, in the afternoon, before you got off work, I yeah. had this time by myself. You had the time in the morning by yourself as well when I was already gone. Yep. So we had a lot of our personal time. So learning to adapt to that no, no personal, personal time. time. Yeah, yeah. That so. is a big difference. I would I would agree. I'd, I said I would say patience and we've learned a lot of patience and it it is. We we have a good relationship, but any, you know, put two people in a, con, a smaller confined space you're going to have to learn how to communicate better. I think we've gotten better at communicating. And like you said, kind of like reading each other and knowing when like, 
when to bring up something, when not to, or talk about something. So, well, and another thing about moving somewhere unfamiliar or where you don't speak the language or know the culture. Yeah. uh, I think moving with a partner is is a huge benefit. Oh yeah. Because if if we move by ourselves, you just have your own experience, but you will often come back from like wherever grocery store or something and and tell me something that you would learn whether it's just like a custom or a phrase or whatever so i think having a partner with with you definitely helps a lot of people i think that do this move we've seen a lot of people go back home oh yeah Um, a lot of singles you have it's hard to to be by yourself a lot of people want to be by themselves but you gotta either be very comfortable with your with yourself or learn because a lot of people get depression or get kind of anxiety from being in a place unfamiliar with nobody yeah. around them. So I think definitely having a partner has helped out. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because I have single girlfriends here and I have girlfriends that are in relationships. And it's a big difference from, you know, like you set up all the Roku's and technology and things. And I've helped some of my girlfriends do that because they don't have a boyfriend to do it or you know, just like little things you don't think about. And definitely if you're not familiar with the culture or the language, it helps so much. It makes me feel more comfortable that you're there. Um, you know, it's easier for us to be a team and like knock out things and like figure things out together. Just even grocery shopping's easier with two people than one. And you have to lug it all back. And yeah, so patience for sure. We've learned and, and like kind of have to be a team and I think we've done a good job. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, all right. Next question. How is the beer, my friend? That's from Chris T. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that was like a big fear of mine coming down here because I'd only had like... Big fear. (laughs) Well, not fear, I guess, but you know, like concern. Yeah. I only drank the typical Mexican beers when we came came here. You know, Dos Equis, Corona, Sol, whatever, Tecate, whatever. Just kind of the the Bud Lights of, of Mexico. And the beers here are basically all lagers. Yeah. So... I like lagers. <laughs> I don't know if I want to drink them every day, all day. Yeah. And so I was kind of worried about, can I get a variety of beers here? Yeah. And got a Friday chug to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, yeah, I <laughs> need, need some, some variety. What's need up? Some variety. <laughs> <laughs> so I was actually talking with some home brewers and trying to figure out how I could brew my own beer down here because I was so concerned that there wasn't like a good variety or whatever. And like we have room for that. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Well, I was going to bring it with. But I do it down here. Or you mean in our apartment? Yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, we, yeah, we still don't have we room, room here. <laughs> no. But there are actually a lot of really good Mexican breweries. I would say that the east side uh, or the east coast of Mexico, which I guess you could say that we're on, yeah, isn't as craft beer prevalent as um, as maybe the west, or the central Mexico or the yeah. west side. I think they're getting there. They're trying to get there. Yeah. So like. There, we have one brewery in our town of, I don't know how big Playa is. It's like 100 or 300,000. I don't know. It's yeah. a couple, you know, it's over 100,000 people. Yeah, yeah. We got one brewery. One. Uh, on the that's island good. of uh, Cozumel, there's two. Uh, there's one near Puerto Morelos that's up the highway a little bit. So, Ooh, very I good. mean, in 40, a 40 minute drive, there's like four breweries. Yeah. So, yeah. there's not a ton of breweries on this side. I would say that like the west side of Mexico has more of like the the crafty like crafty craft brews where you're going to get some IPAs or some sours or you know west coast IPAs a lot of the influence comes down from from California yeah. in Mexico and then also in Mexico City and Monterrey and Jalisco and um trying to think uh, tons yeah, of craft beer yeah, in Mexico lot, City. in, in <laughs> central Mexico there's a ton too so oh, yeah. 
there are two craft beer like bottle shops or slash restaurants also. Oh, yeah. And and they get beers from other parts of Mexico. So you can find like good craft beers depending on what you like. I mean, there's also great traditionals like Pilsners and stuff. We also get a a lot of European beers, German, um, Belgian uh, those two beer bars in the in the beer store they have a lot of even the grocery food. store has yeah true a lot of, of German beers we get like delirium also I know that's Do not German like... but just saying like we get a lot of European beers yeah there. yeah um, so the, you can find it can yeah. you find it super easily no no we we have found out that a lot of the breweries or I'm sorry a lot of the bars that there's only two craft beer bars. Um, that serve you know other people's beers here and we asked one of our friends that's a brewer said why like why is that and he said because a lot of these smaller bars corona or Mm -hmm. dosa keys or modelo they'll pay to put in their tap system um, which is expensive yeah (laughs) on on the account that they serve their beer Ah, so they're kind of yeah Yeah, it makes total sense i didn't realize it at first uh but yeah, so they're kind of over a barrel in that situation. Yeah. Um, and also, I don't know if there's a distributor, uh, at least in this part, but the one of the owners of the craft beer bars that we talked to, he said he gets them directly from each brewery. So he oh. has to go and, like, source them. Like, hey, get, send me, like, three cases of this beer and that beer. And he has to do all the work himself. So oh. I think maybe that's why in our area it's not super pre- prevalent. But um, if you are in this area, like I said, there's two craft beer bars. There's one brewery. Um there's one bottle shop, and then there's also the service um, you've probably seen me promote before called Happy Hops. Oh, yeah. We and love Happy Hops. And so if you're staying at a resort down here, they will bring the beer to you. It's like, amazing. They, they and, just meet you out front, and they have your whatever beer you order. And yeah, so if, really you're craving, if you're craving some stouts or some IPAs or some sours or whatever, and you're on vacation here, happyhops.mx, and they, they'll bring it right to your hotel. Yeah. So that's a handy service that we learned about. We like that. Um, <laughs> the last question, what is Tiger's favorite thing about Mexico? Aww. And that's from Chris D. Chris, that's the cutest question. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tiger? No. Yeah. <laughs> you're, I, you're probably best to answer this of anyone because you're always with him in the morning. We call him tiger is the adventure pug we call him adventure pug as soon as i met nate tiger fell in love with nate and that's how i knew nate was a good one (laughs) (laughs) so he is tiger is your down dog to go do whatever especially when you're involved babe so (laughs) you know you see him on scooters and cozumel swimming all sorts of stuff i think his favorite thing is being included more because when we lived in atlanta we would take him and pharaoh um, out to you know breweries or different things, but you can take dogs everywhere. Here, you can pretty much take your dog everywhere, and even if it says you're not allowed, a cute little pug, no one's gonna say anything. You know, smaller dog. So, I think that's his favorite thing, like being more adventurous, being included, especially yeah. now when he's getting older. I would say, like a little more specifically, I think he just he loves the people. Yeah. You know, if he went out, <laughs> if he went out in our front yard in, when we were in Alpharetta. Some cars might drive by or something. Sit there. But like (laughs) when we walk him and we take him down to like the pedestrian street where everybody's out and doing things and stuff, he likes to just sit there and he loves people watching and the noises and the smell. He loves the smells. Loves the smells. I would even say, and you kind of talked about it, but like the beach, like he loves the beach. Loves the beach. We will take him to the beach and he will just plop down and his eyes kind of squinting like he's high (laughs) and he's just like, just smiling. You know, I mean, dogs kind of look like they just open their mouths and they look like they're smiling oh you can tell he's smiling but he's just he loves it and he'll just sit there 
and you just see him just like smelling that sea air and oh, the, the, the warm breeze. And this past weekend, he just, we were sitting there at the beach. He got up to start walking over the ocean. He's like, see you, dad, going to go swimming. Yeah, I'm ready to <laughs> swim. We're like, uh, okay, because he's not like, he doesn't run into the water anymore because he's a little bit older. So we were very shocked that he's like, let's go, let's go swimming. We're like, all right. <laughs> yeah, so I think the smells, the the people. beach, the people, yeah, just being out in the, and not not being cold <laughs> yeah not being cold and not just being in a you know backyard which is fine it was fine for the time but he loves you know any walk everyone talks to him he loves that yes yeah <laughs> all right well let's uh let's get to the mexican slang of the day yeah yeah the mexican slang of the day is brought to you by inspect all pest services inspect all pest services provides high quality termite pest and wildlife control but that's not all they do. Inspect All can take care of your insulation, pressure washing, gutter maintenance, and other home services in Metro Atlanta and the surrounding area. And don't forget to mention the BS and you get 10% off. You can reach Inspect All at 770-483-2420. That's 770-483-2420. All right. So the Mexican slang of the day is aguas. Oh, water. Yeah. Do you <laughs> know? Waters. Yeah. So little backstory from this word i've actually only seen this once oh. used in a different way than water oh okay and it was uh when we go to the eshkaret park the that eco park oh yeah my favorite and there's a sign that says uh it just says aguas like by this like staircase hmm. and it has like some little down arrows oh. and apparently <clears throat> aguas means like it's a it's like a slang way to say be alert or aware of your surroundings or like watch. It's like saying watch out oh. um, because in the past, I guess, sewer waters used to be thrown out of the window oh. and people would shout aguas oh, no. uh, to alert other people that were passing by. So you don't get like some nasty water on your head. Yes, which that makes I sense. never heard that before. Aguas. Um, so you can say like aguas viene un coche, um, which just means like. Watch out! There's a car coming, basically. Oh. <laughs> so, so, so it's not necessarily just watch out for the water falling. It's watch out for anything. Yeah, anything. And Alert. so that's at that park. That's what that sign was. I now that yeah. I know the what the slang is, that yeah. just means like watch out. There's a staircase here. Like watch Warning. yourself. Be be aware. So I'm wondering, like, oh. when people like are walking down the street with looking in their phones and almost running into us a lot. Yeah. I wonder if we can yell Aguas, Aguas at them. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, because I never really know what to say to them. I don't want to be like, "Watch out, sir." Yeah. <laughs> I'm just yeah, Aguas. We're just gonna start yelling Aguas, Aguas. They're gonna look at us all weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so now you know if you if somebody's not paying attention or you you want to tell someone to look out, they're about to get hit by a taxi. Just yell Aguas at them. Aguas. <laughs> that makes sense. I like that. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, let's go ahead and get out of here for the day. Lexi, got anything? Don't watch a dog if you don't know its name. All Have right. a good weekend. Happy Friday, fuckers. Happy Friday, fuckies. Get off my lawn. It's old man Kevin, and the BS is done for right now. Please share, like, and support. Podcastthebs.com. Now, get out of here.